Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. And the truth for my life is I will seize God's promises in faith. Amen. So we understand that faith is the major crux of the lesson today. Amen. And moving forward in this season, God is going to require his people even more faith. Huh? Uh, last year's faith is gone last year. <laughs> you need some more for this year. You need some more faith for this upcoming season. Oh, come on, somebody. Uh, you can't rest on the faith you had last year, two years ago, three, five, six, seven years ago. That's gone. Uh-huh. It's a new season and it's a new day. Oh, come on, somebody. So Israel selected 12 spies and they had an assignment. Say assignment. Moses gave them an assignment. It was a divine assignment because God told Moses. This ain't something Moses just mustered up off the top of his mind. God said 12, 12 men to look out of the land of promise. They were to survey the land. I mean, they was going to do a survey and take a look at everything. Uh-huh. See what everything is like. Look at the people in the land. He was very detailed on what he wanted to do. Not only look at the people, but how do they look? Do they look strong or do they look weak? Uh-huh. There was some specific to assess. And there was a reasoning why God had them to do that. Oh, now, uh, then they were to, to see how many was there. Was there a few of them there or was it a whole lot of them there? Uh, the, the reason why is because God wanted them to assess the military of the Canaanites. Uh-huh. God already knew, but he wanted them to see. <laughs> uh, see, we got to remember, God already know before you get there. He'll send you so you can take a look, so you can view your own eyes. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Because he knows, and from the beginning, he knows that his people will overcome. He knows that his people will be victorious. Oh, my God. But sometimes, I don't know about you, uh, but sometimes you got to do a draw. Huh? Uh, the people didn't have cars back then. They had camels and donkeys. So they couldn't do a drive-by. They had to go and run up the mountain, and they had to look in the bush, out of the bush. But you got a car. Now you can drive by and look. <laughs> Sometimes you got to drive by the neighborhood. Existence. Huh? If God it is for me, I'm going to Sometimes you got to drive Oh, and take a good look at the bank and say, one day I'm going to walk in there and I'm going to get exactly what I need out of there. Oh, sometimes you got to do a drive-by, honey. Drive-by the pot, even though you ain't got the down payment. And say, when God say move, I shall move in faith. Sometimes you got to do a 
tribe and take a look at the land because one day when God shame you gotta step out and possess it Jesus my God oh just hold on to your head a few moments walk down your road. Uh, so they had to observe the whole town. Uh, they had to look and see whether they had a camp. Was it open? Or did they have fortified walls? Oh, uh, uh, they had to check out the soil. Uh, oh, the men, you check out the soil. Uh, see whether it's some rich soil. Uh, whether it's dry soil. Look at God. Uh, can't you see what God uh, was having the men to do? Uh, to he says, search out my word. Search out the scriptures because in them you think you have eternal life. Search it out and you find out that everything I told you, the land is good. The land is rich and I preserved it just for you. Oh, oh my God. And then he, Moses told the men, after you done surveyed the land and you done looked at the people and you done looked at the soil, bring us back a sample of the produce. Woo! Sometimes in your life, God will give you a sample of the promise. He'll give you a sample of what's to come. If you just hold on to what God said and stop letting them little monkeys get in your way and discourage you. Oh, my God. He'll drop something off as a sign that he is on his way. I'm trying to contain it here. Woo, my God. But it's down in my sanctified soul. Oh, my God. I dare you in 2023. Oh, my God. Let the word come off the page. And let it get in your spirit. Let it get in your mind. Let it get in your heart. Until you start walking like you believe it. And you receive I'm trying here. Then they brought a sample of the produce. And what did they bring back but some big old grapes? They were so big. It took two men to carry them grapes on a pole. Look at God. They had big old figs. Big old pomegranates. They was big and ripe and juicy. That's the promise of God. The promises of God. They big, they ripe, and they're juicy. When God do a thing, he do a thing. Oh my God. Oh, when It'll blow your mind. He said, I'll open up windows of heaven above your life. And I'll pour out blessings. You don't have room enough to receive it all. Can't you see? When God pour it out, it's bigger than what you could imagine. The, the experience in Egypt 
400 years was preparation. Uh, but the land of Canaan was revelation and manifestation. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, you went through all that hell. Uh, God had to build you up. Uh, he had to break you down uh, in order to build you up. Uh, you had to go through tests, uh, trials, uh, afflictions. Uh, it was building your character. Uh, whether God could trust you. Uh, when he get ready to bless you. Uh, Uh, 
What are you willing to do? What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to give up? Because I'm here to tell you, the majority of the promises of God that are in the word are conditional. You yes. God said, I will do that. Huh? We take God for granted and think everything is automatic. No, that ain't how it work. Huh? God demands something from me and from you. <laughs> God demands. Uh-huh. He demanded faithfulness, dedication, holiness, sanctification, consecration from his people. Uh-huh. Don't you think God demands faith? Demands that you believe me. You read in numbers how God got ticked off because the people didn't believe him. Don't you know that's like the number one thing that ticks God off? He told Moses, I done showed them my wonders. I done showed them miracles. I done performed my mighty acts in their presence. And they still don't believe me. Don't you see how that irritates and hurts the heart of God that his own chosen don't even believe? Look at your own life while you're trying to snub your at the nation of Israel because you're even worse. All the things that God done showed you down through the years. God done been there for you when you were sick, when you was broke, when you was lonely, you didn't have a friend. You didn't have a crowd of people around you encouraging you, patting you on the back. Folk wasn't giving you nothing. You couldn't rely on the government. You couldn't rely on a friend and a family because they turned away and walked off from you. Trunks treated you real bad. But look at God. Look at God. He's been there every season, every step of the way, every area of your life. He's been there all the time. God has been there. Every time I turn around, all I see is God moving. Every time I turn around, all I see is God is good. He's faithful. He's true to his word. That's all I see. God has been there. When I needed to be delivered, he delivered me. My mind needed to be delivered. God has been there. You hear me? And don't you let no monkey convince you that God is you and he ain't been there. Because that devil is a
tell you a lie. Believe. 
Because <laughs> see, the negative report that the 10 spies brought back to Moses, huh? it was like a cancer. It got the people all disturbed. You notice that? Everybody got in their emotion. Everybody got topsy-turvy. Ooh, what we going to do? Oh, they said that they strong and mighty down there. They saw giants in the land. Ooh. You see how a few people can infect a whole congregation. Negative. You got to watch your mouth. You may be speaking it up here, but you better not speak it out of your mouth. Because once you speak it, it's out there, baby. I ain't no taking back. Watch your mouth. Because it's an infection to the peoples of God. And God gets very angry. He is very particular when people infect his camp. Jesus. You better read further in Numbers how he dealt with Carl. Oh, mother, don't take all that. You know you, you need some help. Huh? Uh-huh. God's word is very alive. Huh? God has proven himself over and over and over and over. He asked Moses, now how long, Moses, you expect me to deal with these people? Huh? They done pushed me ten times. Hmm? Keep on pushing God. See, we don't think about that. Huh? We don't think about how we offend God. By the words we speak out of our mouth. Huh? If nobody else believe in your church, you should. If nobody else appre appreciates your pastor and his preaching and his teaching, you should. Uh, come on, somebody. Uh-huh. Because he told the peoples. He told Miriam and Aaron. And this was before Numbers 13. It was in Numbers 12. Now, you know, Miriam, I talked to Moses face to face. He's very special to me. God didn't miss his words when he talked about Moses. Huh? You're going to put your mouth on what I take personal? Watch your mouth. You may be but you show not that I say Keep your butt out of the situation. Because God will set your butt on fire.
Watch your mouth. Kick your butt out of the situation. Okay, I'm gonna wind it up. I got one more for you. Faithful that Marsha so eloquent taught this morning. I got a topic for you. Oh, I'm gonna come down your road. My faith is taking me to another level. With a subtopic, giants do fall. You was worried about all that big stuff that was coming up in your life. It looked like it was a giant. Oh, but the last time I checked, giants do fall. Ask David. He wasn't afraid because he said, I'm going to cut your head off, giant. And I'm going to feed you to the caucus. I'm going to feed your caucus to the ravens. And everybody going to know that the God that I serve, he is strong and mighty. She joking. <laughs> you said to go around around the corner and drag her off from under the bushes. She ain't fighting no girls. She ain't fighting boys. See you in. Huh? 
that you was done for in 2022. The enemies thought after COVID, uh, you was going to get quiet as a church house mouse. Your enemies thought uh, uh, that when they took away the PPP loan, uh, you wasn't going to make it. Uh, oh, your enemies thought uh, when the government stopped handing out all them extra extras, uh, oh, that you wasn't going to survive. Uh, oh, but I see the giants uh, and I see the knees uh, starting to buckle. Uh, oh, come on, somebody. Uh, oh, the enemy thought uh, when you went to the doctor's office uh, and you got the bad report. You got the bad news, but I see in the spirit the news of the giant is starting to back your confession in 20 God you faithful God you can do anything there is no failure in God with men things are impossible but with God possible it's possible now it's possible you'll come out of it unharmed unscathed somebody it's possible it's possible now that you'll come out on top and not beneath it's possible that you'll be blessed when you go out come in in the city feel Basket and store. The fruit of your womb. It's possible. Bring your faith up. Bring your faith up. Shame God only had two out of twelve. Huh? Huh? But where there were two gathered in a name, I'll be in the midst. Don't you think that the house of God going to go down because you leave? Don't think the preaching, the teaching going to stop because you don't show up. Don't think that God ain't going to shake heaven's salt down of his anointing because you got an attitude. God is watching it all. He watches how you respond. He watches how you react. He watches your attitude. He knows the very imprint, intent of your heart. He knows your motive before you even come. Uh. But my, <laughs> you got to be determined. My faith going to take me to another level. Huh? 
baby. Must have seen favor back there in 1999. You in a whole nother decade. Huh? Whole nother season. Huh? You in the 2000s. Faith to faith. From glory to glory. Show God something more. Prove to God uh, your affection for him, your trust, uh, and how much believe. Uh, God, if you go with me, I can go through it. It may hurt. May have some tears fall on my face. May have to be by myself. But if I have God, if I have God, I got everything. Take God with me everywhere I go. Old church, you sing, take the Lord with you everywhere you go. You gonna need him. You gonna need him. You gonna need him. Hope that few minutes finds you well. Now we're going to hear from the pastor and we're going to close it up. Amen? Let's receive the pastor with praise the Lord. And that's one thing you got to keep in mind. They were leaders. I don't know how they were chosen, but they represented each tribe. And, and you got to be careful who you put your trust in. Because everybody ain't following God the way God wants to be followed. Now, what it actually done, it revealed their hearts. Sometimes your assignment actually reveals what's in you. And it shows you that you have another spirit other than the spirit of God. And if you notice, all of them obeyed to a degree. Oh, you got to watch your, uh, your, your uh, degree which you disagree. Because that counts just as much as what you did do. It overrides everything that you did when you followed the Lord. And it wiped it out. You notice that when they all got together, went and did what Moses said, Go out and spy out the land. The Lord had told them the land is going to be a prosperous land, a land that flows with milk and honey. Everything that the Lord said they saw. But they focused on what God did not say, the people in the land. Oh, 
same, same, same. You can't focus on the wrong thing and still be saved. Can, can I tell you? Can I tell you? You got to be careful of this generation, this age. They're doing their best to get you off focus on doing stuff that God didn't assign the church to do. If you go fall off, uh, can, can I be real? Go and fall off in all these ministries you got, the ministry of music, the ministry of jazz, the ministry of dance, the ministry of this. Min God ain't tell you nothing about that. Lose your focus, and I promise you at the end, you won't be saved. When you look at how tight God made it, and, and can, you, can you imagine 12 people represent how the nation felt when it came down to God? Each one represented a group of people. So who you represent? Are you representing somebody? Representing a group of people. Now, it talks about going to be 144,000 in, 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 in the Revelation. Now, can you imagine? Each tribe had 144,000. Are you influencing somebody whether you want to acknowledge it or not? You may be the reason somebody don't believe God. You may be the reason somebody won't go all the way with God. Now, can you imagine? God let all of them go and view the land. Think about it. God knows their heart. God knows mine and your heart. And when he reveals you your heart, you won't do nothing about it. When he revealed to them that they, their fears, their unbelief was more powerful than what they believed about God. God saying, you check, you got to check yourself. You got to check yourself. And, and, and see, when you look at the fact that each one represents, we'll just say the revelation number, 144,000. God had to wipe out 144,000 of that tribe. What he did, he created a process. I'm going to have to destroy and rebirth. Destroy and rebirth. Because Moses was right. If I destroyed them, the enemies of God, the folks down in Egypt, going to say God couldn't save them. See, you think... God is being kind to you because you're powerful. No, he's being kind to you because his name's sake. And we're presuming upon God because God is protecting our name, not your sin. Come on, son. Come on now. There's somebody out there that won't be saved if God just kill you or reveal you. you destroy the connection that he need to be saved because God's going to have a people. Uh -huh. He's going to have a people. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Come 
on now. That's why everybody in here, unless something was wrong with your ovary or your sperm, you could produce. Because God gave that command. And he gave us the same, the church, the command to what? To, uh, uh, to get disciples. That's a command. The church automatically get disciples. But what you do, you get the wrong kind because you're the wrong kind. can't break the law. You can't, you can't break the law that God had put in place. Well, nobody followed me to church. That's because you're the wrong kind. Woo! Let's be real. Uh, if, if two adults do what two adults do, you're going to produce a child, right? With no, nothing to block whatever that union produced. So when you look at the nation of Israel in, the, in what God was revealing, Notice now, he didn't touch Moses because Moses told him what to do. Moses, I'm not requiring you to go and spy out the land. You got these jack legs that stand up under you that, that they want to be leaders of the people but don't want to do their job. You got a whole lot of folk in this generation that don't want to do their responsibility and God ain't going to have it. Not in the end. Not in the end. Not in the end. So you can follow anybody you want to follow, but you better make sure they got the spirit of God. Because God said they had another spirit other than the spirit of Joshua and Caleb. Lord, what was different about these men? They were all in the same boat. They all came out of Egypt as slaves. They were all walking in the wilderness. They were all chosen leaders. Oh, you better be glad God ain't revealing this morning. Because you, if you're not careful and you don't watch yourself, you'll have a different opinion than what God's got. And it's very prevalent in this day because a lot of folks are trying to discredit the word of God. And you know what? I got enough sense to let you have your different opinion. What did Moses? Moses didn't get upset with him. Moses didn't tell not now one of them, you did wrong by God. You brought some information and gave it to the people and caused the people to fear and caused the people not to trust God, caused the people not to be glee. God, you as Sister Turner was saying, you got to watch your mouth. They came back and the Bible said they had an evil report. Wait a minute, they came back. Wait a minute now, what was God doing with giants in the land and he was feeding giants and they came back with withered up grapes? The people was big and God was providing them food. No wonder it took two people to carry a, a cluster of grapes and the pomegranate was so much bigger. You forgot to look at the provisions yeah. and you just looked at the people. Uh -huh. 
And God didn't tell you to look at the people. You took it upon yourself. Watch what you take upon yourself. And when you look at the fact that once they got back, they spread their poison. that you right, but you won't want to do what the Bible say that is right. Come on, Pastor. Come on. There's some thinking you got to do because God's going to hold all of us account because he done fix it where you're influencing somebody. Now notice now, 
The ones that did right by God, God preserved their life. Boy, if some of them didn't live 40 years, those guys lived 80 years plus. And God fixed them because their fate was the same as when God told them that about the land and what they expect the land, their fate and their bodies held up. Their faith in their bodies held up. Because remember what they said. I am just as strong as I was when you, we were entered the land. And Joshua and Caleb, they even went in the land when Moses didn't. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Who are you? Facts. You know, you know what? I ain't going to try to turn nobody around. You got to turn around on your own. You see what I'm saying? When you look at leadership, if you're not willing to follow, you're the one going to be falling in a ditch. You're the one God's going to get. You see what I'm saying? And people don't seem to grasp that. You're the one that's going to be in trouble with God, not the preacher that's giving you the truth. You're going to be held accountable to the words you don't believe. And don't tell me you believe because I, I, I beg <laughs> the difference. The fruit of your legs, eyes, and ears. <laughs> now, when I was ministering to the yard, just in case y'all think I just minister on Sunday. Come on, son. When I was ministering to the yard, the leaves obeyed me. I put them in the bag, they stayed. They didn't say, okay, I'm going to hang out of the bag, I'm going to jump out of the bag. They stayed where I put them. Oh, we want to talk about everybody else. Oh, yeah, we want to talk about everybody else. But what are you doing? Because you are creating a flow that you're going to be, you, what they got, reciprocity. Reciprocity. You're going to get it back. You're going to get it all back, and you're going to die. Now, the, the tragedy of it is, it's a natural death, and it's a spiritual death. When you look at the, the Old Testament and the Bible, we just think that they just died naturally, but they died spiritually. That's right. Uh -huh. before he was talking to start talking about the spiritual death. But those folks will not rise. It's heavy. We thank and praise God for those words from our pastor. Let's take up our offering. We'll be dismissed for a short break. Amen. Mm -hmm. And that short break consists of the preachers coming downstairs to the prayer room. Amen. The